The views and opinions expressed by the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there in podcast land, I'm your host Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 69. And in other news, with everything going on in Trump world, what's going on in the rest of the world? But before we get started, let's introduce today's panel. I've got my returning champion, Chris O'Connor. He's the owner of Liquid Nine Entertainment and Investments, as well as having an interest in Regal Whiskey and Office Works. I have got Big Dave Elliott. He is the owner of CNP Construction. And Brian Massey, he's a market analyst for True Media and our resident, Brain Mass. And of course, the anonymous female, because she doesn't want you to know her name. And before we get into important things, let's get into important things. So, what are we drinking? And today, we are drinking a tale of two cities. Uh, so, that is one and a half ounces of uh, Rieger Kansas City whiskey three quarters ounces of Big O. Um, we're gonna, I, I personally, uh, this is delicious, but I need to actually look up what Big O is, because we could be drinking anything. And, Usually uh, the Big O is an orgasm. Uh, but I'm not sure if they put that in a bottle yet. Okay. But uh, three quarters an ounce of Campari, uh, you stir that over ice and strain into a, to a chilled uh, glass with a lemon twist garnish. Uh, and that is what we are drinking. Uh, and, of course, since we know what we're drinking, what are we smoking? Uh, today we are smoking the Alec Bradley uh, Coil, uh, and, and that is C-O-Y-O-L, Coil Petite Lanc- Lancero, and that is uh, actually quite, quite a delicious smoke. It's a pretty petite cigar. Um, the owner of the brand, uh, the Alec Bradley brand, uh, Alan Rubin, uh, named this particular cigar in honor of a particular farm uh, that he has out in, in Honduras. Uh, um, like I said, it's petite and uh, it's a dynamic blend. It's really tasty um, and really kind of interesting with, with every puff. And I guess the cool thing is that the uh, coil, um, Tobacco is in every part of this cigar. It's uh, in the wrapper, binder, and part of the filler. And it is good. Uh, so today, um, I've got uh, a RIP, and uh, Big Dave said he also has an RIP. So let me start. Um, today, uh, Robert Hardy uh, passed away in 91. He was uh, Cornelius Fudge in the Harry Potter series. He was the Minister of Magic. Um, he passed away at 91, so 
Um, we want to pay our respects to him. And Big Dave, you say you have uh, an RIP that you want to share with the group? Yeah, um, I'm gonna say his name. Hope I don't get it wrong. I think it, it, it's Gary Michaels. He was a uh, he's a cop down in Clinton, Missouri. And last night he went to pull over a 39-year-old dude for a a license plate that was uh, passed. And the guy got out and shot him, killed him, mm. and ran off. They got everybody in Missouri looking for this guy. Guy was a 39-year-old white guy. Oh, okay. This, I, this I is on the news this morning. Yeah. This happens to be the husband of the uh, bookkeeper in my wife's business that she works with. Oh, wow. So this hit real close to home. And we need to really, really, really start thinking about some stuff. We've had, uh, the police have had to shoot two people in the last two days here. One down on Prospect was a black guy, and they just shot a guy out in Independence. I don't know if he's dead yet or not, but he was going to be a white guy in a truck. My head, probably, who knows. But we got a real problem, and people need to step back and start thinking about things, about how they're rebel rousing, how they're talking, because we got murders going up in the cities, the police are backing off, the police can't recruit, nobody wants to be a cop right now. The communities need to remember. The, the police are supposed to be your friend. You want the police in your community. Be careful how you mistrust or trust them. Now, there's problems on both sides, but more than anything, the communities have to learn to trust the police, that they're there to help their communities. They don't want crime in their communities. And this is not a racial thing either. It really isn't. This is this this goes all around. This these are white people shooting cops, black people shooting cops, Latinos shooting cops, and all colors of cops shooting all kinds of people. It's just not white cops shooting black people either. This is this has not a racial thing to it. This is a societal thing right now. And I'm disturbed by it. I'm really disturbed by it. And I think we've got a serious issue that uh, America really needs to stop back, the media needs to step back, some of the activist groups need to step back and ask themselves, what are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going with this? You really want anarchy? You really want the gangs ruling the neighborhoods and the cops backing off of them? More and more killings happening? I think this is a bad thing. I think we have a really bad thing going on here. Yeah, that, uh... Not a downer on the RIP, yeah, though, but I, I mean, guess, well, I mean, it's it a is, serious issue. I mean, it is an RIP, so it's, you know, uh, I, um... They were, just, I, they were going to close on a house next week. Mm -hmm. They just got married two years ago. Mm -hmm. He was a war veteran, too. Made it through war and then some, some shithead on the street shot him. And Clinton was Yeah, because then you got the guy that they were saying that he's got the gun and, and like 30 rounds of ammo or something. He's 39 mm -hmm. years old yeah. and yeah. He'd, he'd had a criminal past. He was just, you know, a human piece of shit. There's no redeeming feature. I think it's unfortunate, though, that, I mean, it's not like this is new. It's been going no, it's on for new. years and years. But, but people it has to only, stop. But people really only start getting upset about it when it affects them personally. Like somebody they know personally mm -hmm. and they see that, um, what that does, whether you're the one, whether you're a cop or, or a civilian. Maybe so. I mean, it's, it, it's an arm's length. 
I've and seen it, it until it actually touches you personally. You don't. It's it's on the news. You can ignore it. Yeah, but it should be more than just on the news. It should upset you. It, and it, it has should. upset me for a long time. Yeah, it, and I don't. I don't disagree with you. It's just an unfortunate thing that people have gotten so used to kind of tuning out the news just because of the shock of value of everything like news that we've had this conversation news yes, isn't really news anymore you know you have a 24-hour news cycle and it's when do you listen to the things that are relevant to you you know it, it's hard to know when that is and it's not necessarily the reporter's fault it comes from that's the direction that their company has asked them what they've asked yes. them to do you know they're doing a job and they don't always get to report what they want to report they're, on. They're complicit so, in the management. You know, we we've you know watched stuff about how news uh, outlets now have a uh, what's it called the terror um, oh, report or yeah. whatever that they have to report on every single day, and not everything that's in that terror report is terror. So now it becomes just this noise that you don't even you listen to, to anymore. Yeah. But I think we have, I think what you're saying, and I, and I agree, agree with the 100%, we got a real failure of media right now. They, I don't, you know, it's I, not they, the media, they are, though. They are the failing media, people. But it's not the media. It's not the, pe it's not the reporters. Mm. It's the companies that want... That's who I'm talking yeah. about, the corporations. Yes. And how they're driving their machine to produce revenue. Because the bottom line is, all this is always about money. Mm-hmm. This is about money. Yeah, isn't, now isn't that the capitalism. Well, I will see maybe. now. Okay, now you get now you getting in my head. See, this is what I've always and we, me and Chris, have had this conversation a few times. But at, there was a point, whether it was bias or not bias, is really beside the point. But at a certain point, news was a loss leader. So you had more. Uh, autonomy to actually report the news. You might be your slant on the news, but it was the news. Now, you probably have five stories, but you have 24 hours to fill, so half of the day is hour-long shows commenting on those five stories from 10 different viewpoints, and no, and no, and the only actual new news you might hear is kind of your local Local news, at, well, you know. Well, now at. they've even—I mean, now they're even getting to the point where they have news at five, news at six, news at nine, news at ten. Well, I'm like, news why? They got the news <laughs> on at 4:30 when I get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's just—it's—it's it's, not that much happens. Uh, yeah, I'm in like, an hour. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, they—they they, when we have the TV on all day, they cycle it back around. Oh yeah. The same story. Mm -hmm. Every hour, hour and a half. Well, if you listen, people watch it. Well, if you listen to a talk show, well, see, they beat the same thing round well, and round. I, I kinda, yeah, we, were sports watch, we watch, you know, when we get up, local news is on, and then Good Morning America's on. Then we get in the car, and they're reporting on the same thing. I've, like, quit listening to the radio on the way to work because it's yeah. kind of like I don't need to hear the same story. Better than listen to music anyway. Uh, really, well, we turn it on. I listen to our playlists <clears throat> or podcasts. I get really tired of listening to local DJs. Just, yeah. it's just so annoying. Yeah, it 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 is. Uh, first, 
rest in peace to 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 these people that we're talking about. And two, you know, we are at a point uh, in global history, not just American history, where um, the profit motive, you know, runs more industries than not. And it got away from the morality. Yeah. Did you watch the news pro- on pro- uh, Just the profit of it. There used to be some morality on, involved like with it. I'm about to say, yeah, I, 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 see, I see you making faces. I see you, I see you chewing, chewing what we're saying. I just think this companies respond to what people watch, you know, and so now, you put out programs and then people, you put out a wide variety. No, and and I actually do agree. Those ones. And so we're saying, I actually oh, do shame agree. on CNN or shame on Fox or shame on MSNBC for putting on shows that people watch. That's what that's what people are tuning into. Yeah, like, if they didn't like well, it. Well, they're but CNN and MSNBC. They are twenty four hour. I mean, they're news channels. I'm yeah. talking about they're not news. They're they're uh, three quarters opinion, and they're. I'm a just tiny saying bit of news. they're considered I'll tell you news channels. Why there's twenty four hour news cycles? Is because you have to be first to everyone who's breaks. It's. Yeah, there are boring days where you hear the same three stories all the time. And then there's days like that afternoon, in the middle of the afternoon, when they fire Scaramucci, and you have to be the first one on the air with that. Yeah. That's what it's there for. Well, okay, I'm, but that becomes so breaking news. Not everything. Everything's breaking news. Really? They do it all the time. They do it they all do the time. They do something major or when it's a mm-hmm. crazy weather thing because weather actually drives ratings in local news. That's why. Uh, uh, next time there's a break-in for weather, you go out to that to that channel's Facebook page and you look at how pissed off people are. I'm for, looking at for, the ratings that, that will bear out. Why do you think they start the news with weather, then they have a weather segment in the middle, and then they end with the weather? That's because it's the highest rated segment in local news. This is why. And this is why most local stations have dropped their sports. To be honest, right. or outsourced mm-hmm. them like they got rid of them, so they can have more weather time because yeah. people love the weather. You know, it's funny. <clears throat> they love but, the weather, but whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny because before I cap this section off, I, I have to agree. I have this uh, conversation with uh, friends of mine all the time about music, and you know, uh, in particularly. Uh, hip hop and 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 how much everybody like everything that's out today is horrible and I don't and and, and well my what I say is basically what you just said in that if nobody's listening nobody would make these records but there's well, sometimes there's records that I, I personally can't fathom somebody making this record, and then I go out to YouTube, and there's 30 million plays on this thing that I've just discovered, and I'm like, okay, somebody's listening to this. So, obviously, there's an audience for it, and it's, in like I said, so I, I get that part of it. I think it's frustrating. I think as you get older, and you are actually paying attention to the news, um, it gets frustrating because you hear the same stories over and over again. But I, but I understand why. I, I actually do understand I why. There's a lot of rose-colored glasses that goes on in these things. 
How many times in the 90s did you hear somebody go, man, I love the band's old stuff, but this new album is shit. And oh, yeah. of that band is the old stuff, they love the album. Yeah. <laughs> Classics on there. Oh, yeah. The new stuff is shit. Oh, yeah. I was like, nah, come on. Yeah. I no, mean, you're absolutely right. Rolling Stone Steel Wheels was a terrible album. <laughs> and now people love the three singles they put Oh, out. yeah, they put the three singles they put out. Exactly. <laughs> like, those are awesome. Exactly. Did you see the Defiant ones? Do you have uh, HBO? Uh, yeah. You should go back and watch it. Okay. It's, it's only a four-part. It's a four-part series. Hour, each one's an hour long. Okay. But it was... Uh, Actually, I did see that. I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Dr. Dre. Yeah, I yeah, made it. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know that one. That was good. But it, it is interesting. Yeah. I've been I've been tuning in to Axis TV. And on Sunday morning, they got the rifleman. <laughs> I forgot how good the rifleman was. Chuck Cotters was a serious badass. <laughs> you know what? On that note, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, we are back, and before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. So, name a phrase people use that you can't stand. Mm. Word or phrase? Uh, you know what? Yes, word or phrase, yes, I, I'm sorry. And I'll start a big day. Well, at the end of the day, um, that's it. At the end of the day? And you use it too much. Well, at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, I don't know what it is about that. It just kind of the other one that I can't stand is like mm. using, especially the overuse of the word like. Some of our sports stars do this. A lot of the young girls do this. It's the Valley girls speak. I cannot stand it. It drives me up a wall. It's kind of like quit saying like. Just act, speak yourself. Speak what you're saying. You don't have to use like ten times trying to scream what like was like. <laughs> that your like is my equivalent of um. I hate that. Yeah. Um, really? Which? Um. Yeah. um I've got uh, I've got um, two of them. One of them is um, and, and I do it all the time, and it drives me crazy that I do it, and it and I hate um. I hate hearing um. And my other one is uh, it is what it is. Well, I caught and I my, say that, I say that. I caught I myself I saying the end of the day a couple of times recently. <laughs> I'm going, I, 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 I got to stop this now. <laughs> this I think not, it's the overuse of it is what's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like any, any overuse of a term. Mm -hmm. I think uh -huh. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what, what, do you, what do you think, brain mass? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Probably a whole nother. <laughs> a, a what? A whole nother. A whole nother. Instead yeah, of that's another. A whole, that's a whole nother deal. That drives me insane. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know, not a, that, is, that doesn't make sense. It's, uh, 
I, I have another one, but I'll save it. We'll no, go ahead. So a whole nother and all of the sudden. All of a sudden doesn't make sense. Either. So it's a half another better than a whole nother? Why does all of a sudden not make sense? All of the, what does that mean? All of the sudden. I don't, so you, you mean suddenly? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we mean. You mean suddenly. You mean suddenly. Not all of I'm like, sudden. I don't understand why that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's grammar. It is. I, I think that it just, all of these have just grammar. become so much of our yeah, yeah. vocabulary yeah. that you know what people yeah, mean. Yeah, it's it's right. kind of ubiquitous, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely more. My, mine's slightly more serious, but it's one that anybody who knows me know, knows that I hate. And I've always hated the term strong woman because it just implies that every other woman on earth is weak except for this one person who does something really normal. And they always say it about people in business or something. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just a normal person who ran a good business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just always find that to be this, the most backhanded, insulting term in the world. <laughs> except when she comes out and she's buff like a bodybuilder, you know? Yeah, listen, she can keep I was talking about the strong woman over there. Strong. Yeah, look, you <laughs> bench press me. You are a strong woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's true with Mario. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just don't see anybody here who goes, oh man, that Jeff Bezos is a strong guy. You know? <laughs> like, no, he's just a successful business dude. <laughs> he's just had a big so yeah, but, but at the same I, time, I'm watching think... name from Facebook, who I really like, Cheryl Sandberg, it was strong. Like, really? That's so insulting. But if you say But it's not. If you understand why they say it, and you have to remember that you have a different opinion than most men do. So in in the corporate <laughs> world. So you don't yeah. understand that awesome. term, whereas it does mean something yeah. to I get put up with difficulties. I find it strange to be acknowledged in a backhanded way for just being smart. So I, I can say smart. She's yeah. an incredibly smart woman. I knew the is That's actually a good word. Accomplished. Because it makes everybody else just it just makes people seem weak. And I just find that to be insulting. The implication is if you didn't reach this level, then you're a weak human being. <laughs> like, oh, that's an accomplished human being. I like that word. I think, I think, I, I agree with that. That's yeah, a good word. Okay, yeah, I like accomplished. Very accomplished person. Yeah, yeah. I like it when somebody says they're an accomplished person. Why don't you write Cheryl Sandberg person. and tell her? I have sent her a letter before. Because I loved her book. Lena? No, I'm talking about send her something about that in particular. Yeah, I could. She's got a great foundation. I love it. She, she's one of my favorite people out there. She's awesome. She's quite accomplished. And she's had a really <laughs> traumatic life. I mean, it's been kind of rough for her, so. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool what she's on. Yeah. The one that I... Uh, it, she was I've a been, strong woman. I've been here. <laughs> she was a normal person with shitty things. <laughs> <laughs> the one I've been hearing a lot lately um, is, uh, is low-key. Low like, oh, I, that's driving me bananas. Like Thor and Loki? Or no, no. Like, like, it was Loki. Yeah, yeah, it's like, 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 like yeah, but, it, it, but it's been, it's every time, here lately, like the past few months, I've been hearing it a lot. I listen to a lot of interviews, especially with entertainers, and I hear, like, you know, like, low-key, I love biscuits. Like, like low-key, 
you know, I thought he was so really cute. So that replaced the, on yeah. the down low. Yeah, no, it was just, I was <laughs> just, did. I was just like, I was just like, why did, why did the fact that you like biscuits have to be low key? Like, <laughs> like, like you like biscuits? Okay, great. But like, you I, I, I like biscuits. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Uh, was that like Ryan low key the swimmer? Uh, no, no, I would. Uh, yeah, it. it oh, he disappeared it, on his own. It makes about as, it makes about as much sense as that. <laughs> to me uh, anyway with with all that we'll be right back hey out there in podcast land we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club and the Majestic's Pendergast Club the Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers. 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email David dot cnp service at gmail.com and start building something new today and our friend and frequent guest lane boland thank you all for all that you do time to rejoin the conversation okay we are back and here we go party politics so um today uh, episode 69 of the law party podcast in other news with everything going on in Trump world, what are what is going on in the rest of the world? Uh, so I thought we would uh, take a look at some of the other news stories that are going on and uh, talk about those this week um, and a little less presidential politics. Uh, so first thing I got on this is Martin Screlly. Uh, he was uh, convicted of securities fraud. Uh, if you remember out there in podcast land, he was the one who, oh, I'm trying to remember what the drug was for. I want Wasn't to think that about, the cancer drug? It was a, either cancer or a cancer HIV drug, drug uh, one, but um, he raised the rate like 5,000% when, uh, when he bought the company for, for the drug. And, um, so because of that and um, couple of other dealings that he's had. Um, he was uh, convicted. He hasn't been sentenced yet. But he was convicted of securities fraud. And, um, uh, out Three there, of the eight charges. Anybody out there in podcast land who is, uh, who is a fan of hip-hop, too, just uh, a, a bit of context. Uh, Martin Shkreli, beside being uh, a dirtbag uh, in general because of his uh, dealings with different pharmaceutical companies, uh, uh, Wu-Tang Clan did uh, did an album that they were gonna sell as basically like a museum piece uh, to one one buyer, and he was the one buyer. Uh, he bought it for $2 million, and um, then proceeded to go right online and, uh, and Facebook Live and, and go, all right, let's listen to the Wu-Tang album. Damn. He said it was in their contract or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to do that. Yeah, he, no public distribution. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then 
just today I saw an interview he's doing he did with a some reporter um, and three quarters of the hour they're talking and he's uh, being pretty vintage Martin Shkreli just kind of a dirtbag and a little douchey and a smiling dirtbag no at this time he was actually angry oh dirtbag because he's been convicted but uh, three quarters of the way through he starts once again playing the freaking Wu-Tang album <laughs> I'm just like are you serious right now uh, okay here's my thought on this asshole yes okay he raised the price 5,000 some percent right yes so he goes in front of the judge for sentencing. The judge needs to look at him and says, you know, you're looking at 20 years, but I think, I think we ought to raise that 5,000%. Well, it says, here, Amen. it says here barely an hour after the verdict, he was live streaming on YouTube from his apartment, holding cat. a beer and predicting that the sentence would be close to nil. He said that if he does go to prison, it will probably be club fed where he will play basketball, tennis, and Xbox for a couple of minutes. He said, he did say that. Yeah. I, 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 I was watching it going, are you serious right now? I think you ought to give him a penny and a 50 cent piece. And say, this is what your rear end looks like going in now. This is what your rear end will look like coming out. <laughs> Oh, and it says he... Now, that's a little crude, but you know, cheated, but, yeah. I am a framer, and I hope that happens. He cheated investors out of more than $11 million nice um, guy. between 2009 and 2014 and what amounted to a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, you almost never get two counts. Yeah, two counts. Uh, well, that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't what it was even was, but it was two counts of, oh... It was a an AIDS threat. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I um, thought it was. <coughs> Two counts of security rates. fraud and a single count of. Security. Yeah, you do kind of want to hit him when you yeah, just, just to see him. You want him and the. Um, Two counts of securities fraud and a single count of conspiracy. Yeah, let's and go the rough securities up, fraud carries a maximum prison term of twenty years. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a slide bag. <laughs> Yeah. He gives millennials a bad name. Yeah, yeah, because he's a young dude too. He was taking money from one place and um, like spending money and then paying that, paying it like it was just like it was cycling. Siphoning it from that another the company. Enron thing to do. You would take money out of one company and book it as revenue in your other company. Yep, Ponzi scheme. Ah. Alright, so, uh, in Dubai, um, and, and the name of the, of the building uh, is just about as hilarious as the fact that it's had uh, two major fires in two years. Um, it's a, a building called the Torch Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took it literally, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this, at least this time, um, uh, nobody was hurt, but uh, I just was like, are you serious? Uh, it, it feels to me <laughs> that somebody's trying to get some insurance oh, money. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they just... You cannot have your Apache in your living room. It does not work oh, on the carpet scary. in the it's, living room. It's 84 stories. Yes. Yeah. I was going to ask, how big is this building? 84 story building, and it, it's caught fire twice in two years. And how many people? 
Um, the first time, quite a few people died. Yeah. Oh. I just meant how many people are occupying it. Well, it's a hotel, so 84 stories. They so probably hotel, have huh? some con floors that are like convention halls and stuff. Well, the good news is you don't have to break your lease. Mm -hmm. yeah, true enough. <laughs> true enough. Some of the billionaires are uh, you look at, you look at uh, like the Marriott has 200 and something rooms. How many floors is that? Do you know? Um, Marriott's probably uh, 30. Uh, no, it's 20 something. Yeah, 20 something. And then you have, but that's including, um, so it's probably five or six hundred rooms. The first three levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably five 600 or six hundred rooms. rooms yeah. I would say, yeah. eighty-four stories ish. Depend. I mean, their rooms are smaller. Like I don't know if that was like a luxury hotel or. It also depends on what the layout would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But interesting. Yeah. But yeah. uh, the reason I asked How is my brain went to, well, maybe. Two fires in two years isn't too extreme when you start depending on how big the population is. Like, yeah. What's the average yeah. number of fires per hundred? They people. said it burned two hours before they started putting the fire out. Yeah. Yeah. Which and once again infrastructure issues. Once again, that's, <laughs> that says. Do we have sprinkler systems? That's once again that Probably says insurance not. fraud to me. Yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, it says it. The fire engulfed thirty to forty residences. Two cars in the parking. Deck were set ablaze by falling debris. Wow. Mm. 500 meters away, could see water shooting out of the affected mm. units. Jeez. <laughs> it's just oh, it is. So, yeah, yeah, so there There's, was. Uh, it's got to be bad for business. Got Unless it. that's where they were. Uh, so, out there in podcast land, uh, if you're planning a trip to Dubai, uh, Stay away from the torch tower. It, it, the name says everything I'm thinking. Well, and about. it says three, the iconic building. So, hmm, I don't know. It doesn't even say how old it is. It's iconic because oh, of the first bar. The torch was the world's <laughs> tallest residential tower, so it, it's not a it's hotel. It's a residential tower. Uh, when it was completed in 2011, 682 residential units with 24 hour security and concierge. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's not our oh, tail. It's, it's just retail spaces. Oh, yeah. so. it's not. Hey, I was pretty close. Breaking my lease, you'll see me. Yeah, that's just. So, in local news, uh, or local meaning uh, America, the, yeah. um, the, the one thing that I did want to mention is that. Uh, the grand jury has been uh, convened in D.C. Uh, in the uh, in the ongoing White House Russia scandal. Um, you know, I know that uh, I know that the current administration is obviously not happy with the fact that they're investigating at all. But the fact that they are moving the grand jury from uh, Virginia. Uh, to D.C. means that more than likely they are finding uh, misconduct uh, of some criminal nature in in well, the D.C. district, and which is why you would move it from that one from one place to the other. Because um, I think the grand jury has to be convened in the district that the crimes were supposedly committed. Well, and I, so. I think they, they did it um, because they have to subpoena 
people to testify because they're not. Remember when he said they've asked and asked and asked and the White House has refused to turn over information that they've asked for? And he said he was going to do this. He was, you know, he would have to subpoena them for it. And I mean, he gave them every opportunity, but it says here that the investigation includes um, whether Trump obstructed justice by firing Comey, as well as deep dives into financial and other dealings with former National Security Advisor Flynn and former Trump campaign chairman Manafort. Now, if they stick to the Russian investigation, I'm good with it. That's what they're. That's what but, they're doing. But if they start going back to what Trump did in 2004 or some business deal, no, they're looking at. But there's been, it's there's investigation been, of possible coordination between the Kremlin right. and the Trump campaign. But well, there's been some point. talk. There's been some talk that Mueller had the ability to even go back. What's his directive? Has been the talk. Mm. What did Rosenstein, Rosenstein, not Rosenstein, whatever? What was his directive? Right. Was it just on the Russian, which is what it should be? Right. Well, I think well, if, it go, if it goes into what he was before he yeah. was president and, and all this and his be business dealings in the past, it has no. It should have no well, bearing. He can go back that. as many times as he wants if he thinks there's evidence of wrongdoing, and he can. Well, have they think there's a crime. They he, have the right to he, do that, yeah, but he, then I think that's I can, think that's going the wrong way. He can have the scope expanded by the uh, uh, district attorney general. So Correct. that happened. Anybody who remembers the Ken Starr thing knows how out of control these things can get. Um, and it's not always for the worst. I mean, according to this, though, that they're focusing on... I have no know, problem if they focus yeah. on that. If they go back, real estate's a and dirty it, business. It said that they were had the grand jury in Virginia before Mueller was even appointed. There's no chance so. that... Now, you realize there's a whole bunch of grand juries in D.C. Mm -hmm. well, it's not there's not just one grand jury, jury. there's a whole bunch of grand juries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they haven't disbanded the Virginia grand jury, but they have convened one in D.C. It's a fairly common Actually, they didn't convene it. It was already in place. Yeah, they said that they it just went that doesn't a grand mean jury. that they're getting ready to do anything. They just, that they use grand juries to make people testify right. when they don't want to. Right. And it's pretty common. Yeah. Right now it's procedural. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think people just think that, ooh, you know, they're watching there may Law not and be Order. Nothing there. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to bring it, Jerry. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, they're not. To Trump White House credit, they said fine. Well, they don't have an option. They, yeah, you, you can't. Know, but, but, but they did make, at least they made the statement, okay. Well, so um, they, they also did, made but that's also that because Trump they. Trump Jr. was the most transparent guy he had ever seen, and yada yada. And <laughs> <laughs> it was completely wrong. And all I, just, I just wanted, <laughs> like, I, don't, I want to reserve judgment. Like, everything that you hear on the right. media, it, it looks like they're guilty, they being the campaign. Whether Trump knew about it or not, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think he. he I think he there. stepped his foot. You know, in it when he decided to help craft his son-in-law's um, response, he should have stayed out of it, but he can't seem to do that. He, he has know. he has since General Kelly became. You haven't heard anything since General Kelly became the chief of well, staff. Well, that, oh, like let, let me bring up another point, though. As they go into this investigation, I got to tell my business: you got to be careful where you shit, because Wasserman Schultz got some problems. There's some there's some serious things out here that the Democrats have done too that are going to come that are coming to light, 
especially with her with her IT things and stuff like this. It's just always it, funny it, to me how you're investigating one thing, but like other things come to investigated. Life. You know, I'm like, she's. It just drives me crazy how everything comes back to, oh, Clinton did that. Okay, but Clinton's not president. No, but Washington Schultz did some very illegal things, and it's pretty obvious that she did. Well, she made a cop up so good. And she may pay the price for it. That doesn't mean Trump didn't do anything illegal. I am not reserving judgment. I am. Well, I was expecting anything less than that. Wait, hold on, hold up. We can't hear everybody. We've had the conversations about how media spin thing, spins things, and depending on what media you watch, you're going to get one side of the story, and you know, it's just. I want them. I'm to not in there. I don't see the. I don't see the information. I don't see the evidence. I'm not. You know, like. I think if you act like you're guilty all the time, I'm going to put money on you being guilty. And for some reason, he just runs around acting like he's the guiltiest asshole. But we are the country of innocent until proven guilty. He's also the country of stop fucking tweeting. Because you're making yourself look worse. Okay, but that's his problem. It has nothing to do with yeah. what? It has everything to do with the It does, it does. Because evidence. they are going to subpoena. They've they're already subpoenaed all of it. Yeah. I mean, Especially just, since he's become president. Because that's now part of yeah. the official log. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I started watching uh, Make Your Murder. Three or watching what? Making a murder three or four days ago. I've never seen it. Oh yeah. Um, so it's just kind of making me think of like the media. Has anyone here seen it? Yep. That's a good one. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. So maybe think of that. Hmm. Media murder. No, making ma- making, making, making a murder. A murder. It's making on, a murder. It's on Netflix. Yeah, on okay. Netflix. A yeah. murderer. Yeah. Making <clears throat> a murderer. So it's uh, yeah. Oh, so that's not exactly like access TV, then. But you, you know, you you read, you watch, you do your own research, and somewhere in there is the truth. Oh. You know. I've been watching uh, Ariel American truth too. Truth will out. No, you won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it may not when we want it to, but eventually the truth does come out because yeah, liars can't keep it up forever. Dead for twenty years, it'll come out. I don't know. I, I do. I do know that. Uh, yeah, it's. I personally, um, I personally feel that not in every single case, you know, the phrase "where there's smoke, there's fire." I do feel that not in every case that's true, but I do feel like there's. So much smoke around this. There's, there's got to be fire somewhere. But we shall see. So, moving forward, um, let's get to something lighter and uh, Marvel. Um, so, uh, it seems to me that not only is Marvel taking over film, and <laughs> they're taking over TV too. Um, so, we started with um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that started in 13, which is crazy to think that that started that long ago now. Uh, Seriously? It's been on for four years. Yeah, seasons? yeah. Uh, sure? Started in 13, yeah. And uh, then Agent Carter was on for two seasons. 
they're going to be they're going to be having uh, the Inhumans show starting sooner than later. It's coming September first, and that's just oh. and, and that's at just, IMAX. Yeah, they're, they're doing the first two or three episodes at IMAX. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's and cool. that's just ABC. So now let's go to Netflix. So you've got Daredevil, Jessica Jones. I forgot the one on. Um, oh, I'm I'm coming down okay. to this. So you Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, the ensemble for all of those characters, the Defenders, and the Punishment. Um, that's all coming to Netflix. Uh, Hulu's doing a series, a Marvel series called uh, Marvel's Runaways. Uh, Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, is doing a show called Cloak and Dagger, which, and these are all based on uh, comics and graphic novel characters. Um, um, there's another show that, uh, there's three other shows that... You don't have the one on there that is from Fox. I was just telling you about it last night. Um, Go ahead. Oh, um, well, one, what was it, one, the show that we were watching last season? Um, I'm trying to, because I forgot, I forgot that's not on my list as well. Um, with the guy that had the kind of demon in his head, who was like most powerful mentally. Oh, demon. that's, um, um, oh shoot. Uh, that was Donald Trump, wasn't it? It was like, he was like the first mutant. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. I'm trying gave to, you one there, baby. I'm trying to remember. That's on AMC, right? Um, that might be, that might be AMC. I can't remember the name of that one. Then there's uh, three other shows that I couldn't figure out what networks they were going to be on, but Marvel's New Warriors, Marvel's Damage Control, and Marvel's Most Wanted. Um, and then, yeah, there are two more that didn't make my list. One, uh, we actually watched the first season of, and I'm really blanking on the name of the show, and then the anonymous female did tell me about another one that's happening uh, that's happening this season. But if you just think that's three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, uh, excuse me, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. That's 16 shows that are all gonna be uh, on uh, around, around the Marvel Universe, uh, all starting either this season or, or next season, because a couple of them are uh, a couple of them are in development. What boils down to is old as new. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I mean, I had I had lunch boxes when I was oh, a kid that yeah. had Martha characters on them. Absolutely. You know, my wife and I were talking about this while we used to have our lunch boxes. Yeah, you know, it's funny. And the kids get the packs now. They got all this. At, no, all this Marvel stuff on them. And they yeah. show the kid getting out being Batman. He's strolling. It's a good commercial. He's throwing in pop, you know, went on and bought him something on Amazon. <laughs> you know, so he's, he's Batman all of a sudden. He's going to school one. like Batman. Anyway. I don't know that one. Yeah, you know, it's just, we had Marvel comics when I was a kid. We all oh, yeah. had Marvel comics and, of course, Mad Magazine, which wasn't Marvel, but I love Mad Magazine. Yeah. Alfred E. Newman kicked ass. You but, know, it's just, it's just interesting to me. I remember we had a discussion not that long ago. Uh, up here, uh, talking about, um, you know, the, the importance or lack thereof, uh, 
literary importance. Legion. Uh, Legion, that was the name of it. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the Gifted. Yes. Also that, Marvel. That's, Wasn't that's that the guy with the raccoon that, that is a badass? Uh, no, no, no. That's that's uh, that's uh, come on. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Most wanted. You know what I'm talking about? The raccoon that sits on the yeah. It's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I remember they did Powerless too. I'm not making that up. The raccoon's a serious badass. The, oh yeah, they do the cleanup after the fact and try to help civilians survive these these. Crazy, uh, crazy battles, and they clean up the debris from the buildings. I remember that show too. That was on last last season. So with that, that makes 19 shows. Um, but I guess what I was what I was saying was the literary um, relevance of you know, and, and I remember a couple people saying, you know, but they're comic books. There's no literary relevance in it. And I was like, I think that. The thing that most people forget is uh, one: uh, you don't you don't make shows that people don't want to see, and two, there's 30, 40 years of story to pull from. So there's actually a ton of li now they weren't organizing a true novel. Actually, over 50 years. Yeah. Hook and Dagger is, uh, looks like it's... Um, it was back in the 60s when I animated. had my Marvel comic books. Mm -mm. That was, you know, five, six years old. Yeah, yeah. That's 65, 64. Yeah. So, yeah, 50 years of of, of, of literature, quote-unquote, that they're pulling these stories from, and, and they were great stories. Otherwise, they wouldn't have stood the test of time. And, uh, and yeah, so everything, I guess, old is new again. Sure. Yeah. Depending on how long they have to be, like, masterpiece of literature, all they have to do is spark your imagination and be an entertaining show. That's yeah, really, exactly. That's where the bar is. Yeah. I was thinking but I think about, they rise above it. Yeah. I was thinking about, when we were talking earlier about news, how quickly shows come and go. Like, they don't even let a show make it a whole season anymore before they decide if they're going to cancel it. Well, those are too expensive. And those shows are way too expensive to make. So if it's I'm not, not just talking about Marvel, though. I'm just talking about TV shows in general. I mean, I think you have more latitude with the sitcom, probably, uh, something like that. But me, yeah. you start getting into... I mean, it's Supergirl being a great example. They ended up having to move it over to where it's CW and cut their budget, like slashed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so now instead of having four or five effect scenes per episode, you get two. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to. Uh, you've I mean, they're DC's trying. They've got yeah, they've got more shows and out now. Saying, they've got a ton of well, shows. Well, they've actually yeah. got more than that because they have Gotham, Supergirl, Flash, yeah, uh, Arrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they have the one that the uh, oh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. 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 And nobody's seen your atmosphere. Just today, Netflix bought a comic book company. Did that? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember which one was the first acquisition they ever made as a company. Wow. I can't remember what all the properties were, but I was like, oh. Okay. I didn't know it, and then all of a sudden they started rattling off some of the Into properties that they and I was like, oh. Oh, I, I know these. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Do you get any of your creative juices from that type of stuff? Sure. I mean, uh, usually you have to find a really interesting twist to put on them. But we've had a lot of shows that were just twists on other shows that, you know, you're like, that was really cool. If I take it and make it funny and 
change up the premise of it, this could be a great show. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so yeah, because that's kind of your territory. You know, you always got to come up with an innovative idea. And yeah, we have a lot. I mean, we have a lot of scripts. I mean, but uh, there's a lot of topics that you stuff. guys can play with. Yeah, nobody ever starts with a blank slate. Yeah, no, yeah people say they do, but yeah, or interesting, and you make well, maybe they think they do, but I'm, if they research it enough, somebody's probably come up with something very similar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the last thing I had on my list, anyway, uh, anybody else can feel free to jump in if they had something they want to to uh, to add to the to the news uh, uh, of the week that got missed uh, was. Uh, the HBO leak. Um, they had uh, 500 hours Over 500. that got uh, uh, some <laughs> hackers got in. It's like a terabyte worth of. I can't believe it's that little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, I thought that would have 500 got more. hours of, of yeah. their programming. Yeah, is that little amount of space? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did, like, they took the time to get emails and such, too. So if they would have mm -hmm. just tried to get content, they probably would have got more. Yeah. Still yeah. one terabit. I mean, like, I'm, I know just from shooting 30-second spots, if you're shooting in 4K, which I assume most of them are, mm -hmm. that's many terabytes of footage, mm -hmm. you know, and that had to be compressed and look like crap. Yeah, I'm just going to say, it had to be fully... Fully done, fully produced shows that were already compressed. Otherwise, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you couldn't have gotten 500 hours worth of anything. Oh, there's no chance. Well, yeah. and whoever they were supposed to release it on Sunday, and they didn't. So either they found out who it was, or or they paid the ransom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, which is. But they almost immediately called the FBI in. Yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, you know, the, the one thing HBO's not going to do is they're not going to let you hijack Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, and that was well, the, the, the thing that they were really dangling over their head is we're going to release all of the unreleased episodes of Game of Thrones that we had already. So if I remember right on what happened, the way the story really played out was they weren't able to get into HBO's servers. And this is why I think that the... 500 hours is so little in size. Mm -hmm. They took them from the music house that was working on the audio finishing. Mm -hmm. So they get their reference videos to score to and sweeten the audio and do gotcha. all that. Gotcha. And they got hacked. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I got a quick news story that was pretty interesting. Yeah. UN Security Council voted unanimously to sanction North Korea. Mm. Yes. Yeah. How long has it been since U.S. Security Council and, and China, with, with U.S. interest, mm -hmm. and China and Russia joined in? That hasn't happened in a long, long, They still long don't have um, That's South pretty Korea doggone interesting, you know? No, it is. Did definitely. South Korea, South Korea can't, they can't block the vote. So really, you only have the five countries on the primary security council but I that think can block that, the vote. Right, but I'm just saying, I think that... South Korea is still a holdout. Like China didn't want to do it. And I mean, China accounts for eighty-three percent of their imports. Yeah, yeah. something like eighty-five percent yeah. of their well, exports. This, this, this is on their exports, yeah. which is mainly yeah. their mineral <laughs> goods and, and different oh, things yeah. like this that are iron and well, the and, coal. You know, he immediately went back and was like, "You guys are in deep shit now." But it's oh, going yeah. to be interesting Kim, Kim to see. How, it'll be interesting to see how it is implemented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it works or not. But but they are putting some serious pressure on. Finally. Yeah. You know, and and I have to give Tillerson 
and the Obama I mean the uh, Trump administration some kudos on this because they have walked a pretty fine line on this because that's a potential bad situation and they they've said I'm not going to back down from you but we want to find a peaceful resolution to this mm -hmm. we're going to find something that's going to put the pressure on you you need to back off become good try to be as good a citizen as they possibly can be which isn't very good yeah. well, did they find out that they were much further along yeah well yeah, yeah, scared yeah. the world yeah two so years away. these these can yeah he's been ramping up and and getting his most missiles for well I think what really freaked him out was that whole missile going straight up in the air and barely missing a, a airplane on its way down. That was the second one, and you're right, I think that was probably a big deal. Yeah. The first one actually, the, the first time they fired an ICBM that had the reach to hit Alaska. It was, it, yeah. was it 2,300 miles and went straight up or something? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it couldn't carry a nuclear warhead of any yeah. kind, but it was the first time they'd ever built something far enough to reach a soil. They, they did enough to start freaking people out a little well, bit. Well, I'm glad that uh, Trump actually, or whoever, you know, agreed to go to the UN and not try to do it on his own. I think, because, I mean, he's, I think he's you have said to get tell bad us yeah. Yeah, Pudo and, Hay and Nikki Haley have both yeah. done a good job at it. But he, you know, he was mm -hmm. the one that said the UN was worthless and blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, so I'm glad to see that somebody in his administration realizes. This has always realizes. been the irony of ironies to me, where Republicans always talk smack about the UN all the time. But in fact, the, the last two wars where we actually went to the UN were both Iraq wars. And they were under Republican president. <coughs> Clinton knew everybody gives all kinds of credit. He's a UN guy, loves it, loves it. That was a NATO action when we went into Yugoslavia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I was like, eh, it's easy to talk out of one side of your mouth and do something totally different. But China's still asking for us to take down the missile, uh, missile defense system in South Korea. So they haven't backed off of that yet, but you know. That's, well, I don't know why we would agree to that if that's the closest. You wouldn't agree to that. You want to have you know, that missile defense. Yeah. Dance, you dance. want to shoot them damn things down as fast as you can. What's going to do about jack shit? It's going to do a whole lot of nothing. Well, I, I think you're probably right that they'll still. But North uh, Korea has a history of, of, of it, uh, escalating and then getting whacked a little bit, but they want something for it. Sure. And this time, I don't think they want to give them something for it. I think we'll tell you, you just going to have to pipe down. That's the goal. I don't know if they can achieve it or not. still feels good to wear a helmet in battle. It's an excellent point. Would I rather have them there than not? Of course. Right. Yeah. 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 I think we're just firing them at the shit. Exactly. <laughs> I think with that. That's a word swag for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with that, I think we'll be right back. Hey, you having a good time? Let me introduce you to a couple of my media brothers. First, www.americathemixtape.com, a cipher on American politics, society, and culture. And where'd I get that mixtape? Of course, www.cornerbodega.us, purveyors of urban culture. Come on, let's get back to the party. Okay, and we are back. And before we get out of here, uh, let's talk about today's sugar, honey, iced tea. Uh, for those that don't know, these are things that I or a member of the group have found that are really cool, a.k.a. the shit. And today's sugar, honey, iced tea is information. Um, uh, I uh, watch a ton and drag the anonymous female into watching a ton of documentaries. 
uh, also listen to a ton of podcasts and a ton of interviews um, because I can't get enough information. Um, one of the reasons that I do a podcast uh, is that uh, you know, you know, I do believe that uh, that knowledge uh, is power, um, and you know, and, and particularly what you do with said knowledge. But um, just you know, what was what was the what was the quote you that you just said, Brian, is, uh, about <clears throat> helmets? Oh, it's always not. Always feels nice to wear a helmet in battle. Always feels good to wear a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's and and, I, and that's how I feel about information. It's it's better to know than to not know. Um, it, it's yeah. So yesterday um, we actually went and watched uh, uh, the Inconvenient Truth sequel, um, and it was interesting how much, having seen the original Inconvenient Truth and having seen how much of the information that he was giving people in the first one that everybody wanted to dispute, um, how much of that 10 years later has actually started to happen. Um, one of the things that was interesting was um, they said in, if there was uh, if there was a flood situation and uh, and a, and God forbid a powerful storm at the same time, it will flood part of New York and Where it will come Trade so far Center. inland inland that it will flood the World Trade Center site. They had um, uh, it really is a very far end to be honest. No, but I mean it's right there on the edge. But of they told part. him that it was impossible and he was crazy and blah 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 and. And of course, a couple of years ago, uh, Superstorm Sandy, it did just that. So, um, wherever you fall uh, on the side of uh, climate change, um, stuff's happening, you know, right now, uh, on any given day in the streets of, uh, of Miami. Miami there's fish swimming in the streets because I think the streets. That was in Fort Lauderdale. Because, no, that was Miami. That was Miami Beach. Um, the the streets flood all the time now to the point that you know uh, that you know you know ocean fish are making it on the land because they can't pump the water out fast enough. So what's um, the problem with that? You take a baseball bat and you go out and you get your dinner. <laughs> uh, there may be no problem with the fish, well, it's, but you it's, may not want all that water. Oh. Uh, they short it up to like almost as much as they can, and it's yeah, still. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, it's an interesting whether you agree with it or not. It's interesting. Um, yeah, and they've already to had to. They've already had to raise it. the ground level, basically, almost uh, a, a, a foot. Um, but if the predictions are anything close to correct, in order to stave it off, they'll have to raise ground levels uh, seven feet in order. In, and they at, said Miami is the most um, in danger place in the world right now. Yeah, it's the lowest sea elevation. Uh, most populated sea uh, under sea elevation, um, you know, city 
city in the world. So there's going to be... Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, so, you know, and, and like I say, how, whichever side you fall on whether or not you believe climate change is, is real or you don't, it, what I'm talking about really isn't that. What I'm talking about is the information itself. You know, uh, one of the things I did find interesting watching it is there's a little town in Texas, actually, that the mayor... Um, green something. I can't remember what it was. But the, the mayor put out a mandate to go renewable, to go 30% renewable. By, and, by 2007 or 15. And they've, at this point, gone 90% renewable and are looking to go 100% renewable in the next few yeah. years. Um, which would actually make that city the largest city in the United States to go completely renewable energy uh, for its power. There's a lot of progress. You know, in the building industry now, they got literally a, so, a, a solar single. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Michelle and I were looking at what it would it take to do our house we just sold about 30 grand. Mm -hmm. All right, it's like $25 a square foot. All right, so it's still fairly expensive. And then one of the thoughts I had about where we live with the hailstorms and everything we have, obviously each single has to be hooked into a connector. Mm -hmm. And the connectors all have to line out and go to the main power source down. So if you get a bad hailstorm, does that, what does that knock out on your grid, you know? Right. I don't know that's a perfect thing, but I've always thought that you could eventually be able to build a house that has these type of solar panels on them, especially once they get into nanotechnology, which really is something that will come. Mm -hmm. You can power your whole house. Oh, absolutely. You can now. now. I mean, I know well, it's not very... Well, sort of, kind of. But it's not, I mean, it's possible, but it's not perfected yet. And it's not cheap yet. It has, it'll, but like any, any type of, you know, look at our, our music. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we used to do to get an iPod, and then it went on to, you know, street, it's just... Yeah. The technology is, is, is it always gets cheaper, cheaper every year. L L yeah. I know the, the LCD TVs that were just off the chart expensive, and now you can buy one for nothing. Yeah. So yeah, you know that technology always comes around, and I think these. I think that's. They were talking about where that it goes a lot into is that people can start putting them on their homes as we go down the road. We'll see more and more of this as, as soon as it becomes less expensive to do. I mean, so. they were showing kids in Africa. That had a laptop connected to a solar panel, yep. so that they could get internet. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the factories that make those kick out more pollution and CFCs and everything else that go with it. Well, I'm sure they, they do. Actually, come close to gain. And the entire world really did go to renewable energy right now. The factories that you would require to make those products would absolutely destroy the planet. Mm -hmm. There's a great book called uh, "Is This?" And it wasn't. Uh, it was Freakonomics too. It did the big study. Ele electric cars. What, what's one of our biggest Superfund sites is the Delco battery <laughs> plant, where it used to be in Olathe. That's yeah. a huge Superfund site. So you go into electric cars, you're still dealing with batteries. Yeah. You know, so and then batteries are toxic. Yeah, so, you know, there's, there's, there's things that we're working through in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. It's the irony of ironies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in order it's, to... It's effective counter-effect. Yeah. Well, yeah, in order to make uh, uh, the world less toxic... We have to uh, 
toxify it <laughs> more. It's the same notion of going, okay, everybody in the world should go local and organic. Okay, well then everybody will starve to death in all the underdeveloped countries because we won't be shipping our food off. Yeah. You know, and that's just the natural result of what happens. Yeah. I think most of our vehicles would be on natural gas. The emissions off are, are so much substantially less than what oil is. And it's a readily available resource. I've always, I've never have understood why all government vehicles aren't already on it, but most of our trucking fleet isn't on it already. I mean, it's 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 there, but they want to stick the infrastructure in place. And I, I don't know really where that comes from. Is it a government well, deal? Well, they started it, doing it, it, it and Bush and Cheney, deals or what, they started know? doing it, and then Bush and Cheney, when they became, when, when their administration started, according to the documentary, they put everything on hold. They said we're, you know, and Florida's governor at the time that the show or that the documentary was taking place wouldn't even talk to the reporters about it. They were like, "There's no such thing as global warming." You There's also no have problems with the heavy environmentalists, <coughs> radical environmentalists, don't want fossil fuels of any kind, and I think that's a mistake on their part. That you got you, you use what's available to you, and use the best resource that causes <coughs> the less emissions. Yeah, I mean, you you have to set a benchmark and say, okay, by a certain point, we want to get down to a certain level. But you know, it's it, it, it's economy crippling to to just smash on the brakes. You just it's well, I don't think that's what anybody was talking about doing. I mean, they gave them a timeline that they thought was feasible, and I mean, they do nothing but argue about it because. I think it's too new of a science. I don't think anybody actually really agrees. I think the study of weather and we are looking at a fraction of history here and making insane assumptions that aren't necessarily always supported by facts. And I'll just say this. I, I'd rather err on the side of caution. I find it odd that we don't err on the side of caution. Well, you know, and that which actually speaks to my point, actually. It's that's which is why I've said a couple times it it doesn't matter. If you believe you believe in it or you don't believe in it, um, and why I was bringing up the mayor of that small town um, because he said, you know, this is the reddest county in the reddest state, and I'm a ultra conservative, you know, Republican mayor, but just on the side of caution, we probably should stop putting stuff in the air. <laughs> you know, well, just, he, he said you want to leave the planet better than you yeah, found it. Yeah. And not, yeah. 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 Most of us want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody enjoys pollution. Nobody enjoys any of that stuff. Yeah. No matter what your feelings are on the science, it's fairly disgusting to walk out into a swamp storm. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, we, we do not want to become China where we got to walk around with the, the masks on our faces. I mean, that's just not what we want to do. I don't uh, think you'll see that in America either. No, no, no. You know, we do have the Clean Air and Water Act, which yeah. I've touted many, many times is the best legislation that was ever passed. Yeah. By a long shot. Yeah, I can believe that. My wife was bringing up the fact, you know, she grew up in New Hampshire and along the New Hampshire, Massachusetts border. And the Merrimack smelled. It was a bad color. My father-in-law used to swim in this thing, and that's what yes. amazed me. I actually, actually lived to 86, and they used to swim. Like I said, they grew up poor. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, that river now has, you know, Atlantic salmon swimming up it. Mm -hmm. It is a clean river. All right. So you know that's what the that's what the Clean Air and Water Act did. They made yeah. people dump and shit into these rivers. Yes. Yeah, Isn't that the also the 
one of the branches or the administrations of the government that they want to get rid of? The uh, EPA? No, no. That, um, lower uh, funding? Well, yeah, I'm trying to And they put somebody over repair. it that doesn't even uh, agree with most yeah. of the policies. Yeah, repair, yeah. Uh, but this is, again, goes back to the point. Policies are, this is why we have different policies. The two parties don't agree. Nobody is absolutely sure what happens. I'm so glad that Al Gore figured out how to run a video camera while he's flying all over the world. Polluting the living shit out of it, then oh, mine a carbon offset though. You change your behavior over here. I, I mean, I'm not gonna change mine, but you guys change yours. Like you're an asshole. You know him, Leonardo DiCaprio. They can all get together and get on their jet guzzling planes, gas guzzling, whatever. I think he just, flies regular. Yeah, no, he was. He is so goddamn rich. He's who's got, that, who's they that were showing him. He had his own plane when he started his TV going? channel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, his house is is unbelievably unsustainable. He he just finally did a geothermal. So can, can I add one more piece for the information? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I just want to throw out, um, just in general, Wikipedia and yeah. how awesome Wikipedia is. But there is a list, because it's always great to go out and learn a few things. But I think every once in a while, it's good to kind of check the facts you already uh, stand on, mm -hmm. maybe even every day. Mm -hmm. There's a list on Wikipedia called the list of common misconceptions. And I recommend people go out there and kind of read through some of that because uh, it's pretty interesting. Most of them link to other Wikipedia pages, but it's just common beliefs that people have that are not necessarily true. Mm. All, right. All right, so, out there in podcast line, uh, Wikipedia, the list of common misconceptions. Uh, arm yourself with the information. And with that, I'm going to end this podcast in the way I end all podcasts, and that is with the toast that started it all for me, and that is to good times with good people.